Buongiorno, and welcome to the Global Podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest trends and insights on diplomacy in international development. I'm your host, Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Techum Global Consultancy, based here in London, which produces this series. In this podcast, I sit down with thought leaders, diplomats, and experts on the field, as well as provide analysis from our own team at Pax to talk more about the need for diplomacy in international development in order to foster political will around greater social impact and good. So grab your headphones and let's get on with the show. A very happy new year to all, and indeed, from Pax Techum Global, we are hoping your new year was filled with cheer, good times, and lots and lots of goodies in order to bring in this new episode in our lives. And of course, while this is a new episode in our lives, it's also one for the Global Podcast. But while we sing what is old has been forgotten, to be quite honest, in the world of global affairs and business, that's not always the case. Now, 2018 is definitely carrying itself into 2019, so we're taking the opportunity to go over the top five things to look out for in this new year. We're providing you this insight to be able to give you an idea of what to look out for in order to make your next move both sustainable and take advantage of the opportunities to lead to higher impact. We're going to start with our first one, which is how Africa is indeed rising. And this isn't new, but what is new is to keep an eye out for Senegal. Now, we have mentioned African countries that are really to be keeping an eye out, such as Rwanda. But Senegal in 2018 has really shown itself to be the favorite promised child for development in the continent, particularly in West Africa. Now, Senegal is the fastest growing economy of 2018, having signing trade deals, including taking part of the China's One Belt, One Road endeavor back in July. In 2016, Senegal was termed by the World Bank as the fastest growing economy in Africa. And in 2017, Senegal's economy grew at a rate of 7.1%, its strongest since the last quarter in 2015, and that was at an all-time high. Now, analysts, including here at PAX, really expect overall growth to be as high as 6.8% in 2017, and the World Bank continues to predict its growth at 6.9% for 2018. Now, you can imagine what this will bring in for 2019, and the opportunities are numerous within the country. There's an appetite for investment in tech, in banking, in the finance division, and the particularly opportunities for startups to offer their services in mobile banking and fintech to really foster more economic empowerment in rural areas is really a good place to start. But this is an opportunity as well for investment towards a more sustainable path. Now, oil and gas happens to be the key areas of investment in the country as well. In fact, it's number two in its priority list. Therefore, this would be a fantastic chance for companies offering a product or business that can help divert dependency on oil and gas to a more sustainable solution or even a more environmentally friendly solution to really approach the Senegalese government as they will find themselves with potentially listening ears. Senegal is definitely the country to look at in 2019, and that's why it's our number one thing to keep in mind. 
Number two is China in Latin America, or as one would say in Spanish, La China in America Latina. Now, there's no surprise, China has made a heavy footprint in Africa over the past decades. And now it's having its eye towards south of the border of the United States. Now, this has been a relationship that has been going on for years. The region itself provides soybeans particularly from Brazil and Argentina, to China. And China is also Latin America's second largest exporter market, with Brazil naturally being the main one. In addition, there is a prominent Chinese diaspora from Panama to the Dominican Republic, from Peru to Puerto Rico, in the region. But China is now looking to stretch its influence further abroad via trade and diplomatic tact. Now, there has been multiple criticism for China engaging in international markets, particularly what China has been doing in Africa over the past decades. And the criticism has been launching projects that are not sustainable, to empowering repressive governments that have appalling human rights track records, as well as offering loans to countries that do not have the capability to pay back, which ultimately leaves the country indebted, especially around its One Belt, One Road project. Now, this is the critical baggage which China is taking with it to Latin America, and the region is heavily aware of it as well. Latin America has been noticing China's work, but they are definitely open to particular investment that it can bring. Now, the key thing to watch is the potential for China to approach Latin America differently, and whether the region will actually offer more pushback for a more sustainable and fruitful partnership, which leaves benefits for both sides. Will Latin America do its due diligence, and will China take a different approach to the region? It's worth watching, so stay tuned. Number three in our list is the appetite for businesses on environmentally friendly products with the Paris Accord in full swing, and particularly for American companies. Now, the opportunities for companies in the U.S. is quite at its high, given the American government's withdrawal from the Paris Accord. U.S. companies can instead adopt an agreement themselves in line with the Paris Accord on climate change to expand both domestically and internationally. Now, Thomas Alexander of PK4 Media has actually stressed in an article on The Entrepreneurial about the opportunity this can have in really revamping America's image abroad. Already with the Donald Trump administration, a plummeted favorable outlook towards the United States is unfortunately a fact of the matter. However, American business can take a different approach and exert its soft power or the soft power that the United States has generated to really bring back trust in American people's alignment for a much more sustainable world. And this is truly something to take in consideration as the United States is the highest contributor to environmental pollution, second in the world after China, according to the EU EDGAR database. Now, the US Census Bureau noted that 408,000 companies in the United States trade goods internationally, and the majority are small and medium-sized enterprises with fewer than 500 employees. By cooperating with other nations, it will be able to ensure that American products not only make it from Tampa to California and New York, but to Doha, to Rome, Paris, and Johannesburg. And with millennials being more environmentally conscious, particularly what products they buy and how sustainable it is, and with many countries eager to fulfill the SDGs or Sustainable Development Goals, especially for Goal 13 for climate action, this is a huge opportunity for American businesses to expand and provide business 
and products that contribute to a greater positive impact and sustainable future. Number four is the U.S.-China tensions continuing. Now, U.S. President Donald Trump had declared a trade war between the U.S. and China mid-2018, and there is indeed no evidence of this slowing down. With the spat of words and actions seeming somewhat puerile, they did escalate massively last month with Chinese telecom giant Huawei's chief financial officer Meng Wanzhou being arrested in Canada for extradition to the United States for Chinese business, predominantly Huawei, in Iran, irrespective of the Iranian embargo imposed by the U.S., Naturally, this has infuriated China, as the U.S. connection is completely irrelevant in this transaction under their eyes. And I believe this will actually trigger greater tension. I also see the U.S. being the main one to throw the balls at China, as the country is aware that this is really a Trump versus China trade war more than anything else. Trump is also looking to revamp the United States' engagement with Africa, and only three weeks ago announced this. Now, China has been quite cautious in regards to how it's engaging with the United States, and though it continues to save face as it culturally would, one must wonder when will the straw break the camel's back under the Chinese sense of keeping it cool amongst the tension. Now, Trump has recently declared a desire for the United States to revamp its engagement with Africa, clearly hinting that they're trying to counteract with Chinese work in Africa. But the question is, how much will China take before serious action themselves? We feel 2019 will be a heavy indicator of this. And finally, number five, it is troubles in Turkey. Now, Turkey's economy in 2018 has plummeted, seeing the Turkish lira spiraling down and losing more than 20% of its value against the US dollar. This has also led to investors in the former mint country pulling out faster than ever before. With political instability also brewing in the lead-up to the upcoming March 2019 elections, as well as Turkey's distancing from the West, particularly from the EU, we see the crisis furthering in 2019. And while this has actually sounded wonderful and great for holidaymakers in Istanbul, particularly from the States and especially holidaymakers from London who are being able to make the pound stretch further than it could before post-Brexit, this is having heavy implications on the economy and its stability will heavily influence electoral outcomes this coming elections. The whole crisis has been a combination of high interest rates and weak currency wreaking havoc on the economy, including a ban on foreign currency contracts and forcing exporters to convert 80% of their cash holdings to the Turkish lira. Yet despite the economic crisis, President Erdogan has continued to offer incentives to voters in the upcoming elections, including VAT discounts, discounts on staple goods used to measure inflation, all at the expense of Turkish banks. This is a clear indicator of Turkey's fear of losing elections in order to drive the country further with his political agenda, yet at the expense of the economy. Definitely something to keep an eye on, particularly if you're interested in investing, bringing a program or business to the country. Stay tuned. And these are the top five things to keep out a look for in 2019. And we'll be reverting back to this towards the end of the year to see whether or not this has come to pass and really examine our analysis with key experts on the field. But in the meantime, keep an eye out for opportunity. 
Thank you for continuing to follow us in 2019. And as always, Happy New Year. May this really go out with a bang. That brings us to the end of this edition of the Global Podcast. I'm Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Tech and Global Consultancy, which produces this series. Please do check out our website at www.paxtechandglobal.org. That's P-A-X-T-E-C-U-M-G-L-O-B-A-L dot org to discover more about our work. You can also follow this podcast and the work of PAX on both Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe on both Spotify and Apple Podcast. Join us next week for another edition, and until next time, grazie e ci sentiamo presto. Ciao!